This episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Not Playing with Lex and Dan and the Speedy Arrowcast, wherever <laughs> fine podcasts are enjoyed. <laughs> this is a good or shows. also these. Those are, those are good shows. That is They're good show. shows, Lex. <laughs> They're good shows. <laughs> Arrow's not that great, but Speedy Arrowcast is very good. <laughs> That's a good show. So let me let me ask you guys: Do you want? Would you prefer a a Mac Pro or b an arm powered Mac? Because it seems like you might have your choice. Why in the next can't I years. have both, Dan? Oh, we should have the. Can we do that old ad where they used to have the? Was it like Bud Budweiser and Bud Light? Mm-hmm. The Let's Do Both. Right. Oh yeah. Shimmer yeah. is a floral wax and a dessert topping. Mm, um, delicious. The. I would rather have neither thing because I would like to read very lengthy Matthew Panzerino articles <laughs> speculating on all of them and not have the things. Like, I wouldn't want to do anything that eliminated my ability to have very long Panzerino stories. <laughs> That's my take. You're going to get you're gonna get long Panzerino articles. Just mm-hmm. to be, I mean, I put on my Panzerino one leg at a time like everybody else. <laughs> By the way, I would I would like to just say congratulations to that guy, though. That, I mean, this is, yeah. you know, he, he was the only guy that got invited to that. That's right. He was the thing. dude. Yeah, you know that's was, pretty awesome. It was interesting. Good for, was, good for him. He does. He does good work. No, he does great work. Panzer, as we as we in the biz call him, uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, I gave. I I feel like I actually. I think I actually gave him that nickname, and that was not his Twitter handle before that. But then he changed it. So I'm going to take. I'm just going to take all the credit. Uh, wow, jeez. Let, let me credit. Let me put this out here. Really? I would like to believe that pretty much anybody. And I don't want to be sexist, and maybe it is, but any dude with a last name Panzerino has been called Panzer before Dan Moore and called <laughs> okay, Panzer. Okay, let me. All I'm right, gonna, I'm I agree. Hey. <laughs> all right. Well, then you know, then you can tweet at him and ask. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm willing to put myself on the line here. But I'm saying, like, I remember an incident very clearly where I, I called I, Scaramucci Mooch before anybody else. <laughs> Nobody ever called Scaramucci I give the, the Mooch best nicknames. Me. All my nicknames. Number That's one. Fun. That's cool. Cool. Turd Blossom. <laughs> that guy. That is goes back to Turd Blossom. You're mixing your streams. I, I called him that first. <laughs> you start to go a little bit to Arnold at the end there. Yes, I'm, not sure what I'm not sure what I'm doing. That's what I called him. <laughs> Just trying to keep up with Lex. <laughs> you know what? That's a lost cause, my friend. It, yeah, I know. Uh, interesting. I looked up because I was curious while I was writing this article today, and it was almost exactly like uh, a year ago that Apple had its little roundtable event where yes. they called everybody in to talk about the iMac and the iMac Pro. It was like, it was literally like April 3rd or something. It was the reminder event. Yeah. It was to talk hey, about the remember Mac Pro. we said we were going to build a Mac Pro? Tim Cook had a we're one gonna year. We're going to build a Mac Pro. Tim Cook had it set up as a one year recurring event on in calendar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, so crap. When, it's time to call somebody. Anybody available? Was, short notice? Panzerino? I was on a podcast earlier today with John Moltz, and at the end, when we were talking about this how we were doing this one, he's like, "Bullshit!" He, he was like, "Your homework <laughs> is uh, you have to read this Panzerino article." And so I Google like Panzerino Mac Pro, and I saw an article that had like today's yesterday's email, like April fourth, and then I realized <laughs> this is April fourth, twenty seventeen, like, and it really is like exactly your part. So yeah, well, there and go. and there's there I mean that one. There are some cynical reasons that they did this, right? Like one is, as they mentioned, I mean, at least sell those iMac Pros, baby. Yeah, I mean, essentially, as they mentioned up front in the article, like we want to let everybody know the Mac Pro is not coming in until 2019. So if you need an iMac Pro right now, 
you should go buy an iMac Pro right now. Don't hold right. off for the Mac Pro. Definitely don't wait. Yeah. Larry. <laughs> Jeez, guys. Guy. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. There are many cynical reasons <laughs> that we can we can discuss for why they did what they did. And they're all probably true. The only thing... and I, I feel like it wasn't mea culpa-ish enough. Because <laughs> last year, they at least kind of said on the record, like, we wanted this to be cool, and it wasn't as extensible. As like, they never updated that Mac Pro, right? The the trash can shape one? No, they never did. got an update. They did. They gave it, like, a really... I mean, they put new a new processor in it, I feel like. Like, it was yeah, still it did. was still overpriced. They speed I think bumped, they speed bumped would, it. Yeah, That's they speed it. bumped it. Yeah, but guys, when you say speed bump, what those things do is slow you down. <laughs> Zing. Wow. Boom. Oh you man. Holy cow. Hold on Drop a second. A knowledge I, got, bombs. I got Phil Schiller on the on the phone. He'd like to hire you in your catchphrases. <laughs> this is Tim. He says, Hire Lex my ass. <laughs> But, I mean, I don't think there's necessarily a mea culpa in this article. I don't think that's what they're intending because, again, they never gave a delivery date for it. So there's nothing to apologize for other than, it's like... It's dumb just... to go this long without having a new Mac Pro. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't disagree with that. But, I mean, they did release a Pro-level Mac within the last year. And I'm not sure... I don't know. How many people do you think are holding out for a Mac Pro as opposed to having gone and bought an iMac Pro? Because the Mac the Pro previously Pros. was still a tiny fraction of their Mac customer base. I mean, like, desktops are already a small fraction, yes. you know, compared to laptops. So I have to imagine the Mac Pro, even when it was brand new, was a much, much smaller now, chunk. All fair. Well, let me let me pose this question because the other story to which you have already alluded is Bloomberg, uh, Mark Gurman and, and Ian King saying that in 2020, potentially as early as 2020, Apple will start using its own chips in Macs. And Apple said that in 2019, the new Mac Pro is going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> and if at some point uh, all the things are going to be optimized for Apple's ARM processors. <laughs> instead of intel and that point wouldn't be like in theory so far away i wouldn't buy a mac pro well, with a chip i knew was expiring so here's in the here's the interesting speculation i've seen going around Speculate about this on me. speckle away is that <laughs> an apple built processor does not necessarily mean an arm processor what there there are people speculating that they could cut a deal with amd for example to make something that essentially is, if not compatible with like the x86 architecture, has some built-in capacity to execute instructions based on x86, so that it could still be Apple-designed silicon, but it may not be ARM architecture. It's unclear. I mean, they've if you read, go back and read the st- the stories, they've I believe they kind of shy away from ever saying ARM processors. I'm not much of a reader. Yeah, I, I can tell that about you. <laughs> You're more of a. If it doesn't have Gambit in the title, I'm not reading it. <laughs> Man, you must love those X Men comics. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, right. <laughs> it not Gambit, it Lex. <laughs> X Men is part of the Marvel universe, and I'm a big fan. <laughs> Are you? And I get all these references. Love that guy. And his superpowers? Or, or girl. <laughs> whoever, whoever it might be. Tune in for the next season of not playing. Yeah, so I mean, I think I think you you can you can certainly be mad that 
you know, this thing is clearly not coming. Obviously, as they've stated, it's I'm not, not coming until next year. I'm just disappointed. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. Then everybody should be like, it's like they. It seems like they really just thought for a while that they weren't going to make them anymore. They weren't going to yeah. make the Mac Pro anymore, and then they they're like, oh, I guess we really do need to make the Mac Pro, and started scrambling like a little bit over a year ago <laughs> and are now in the position where they have to try and hold everybody's hand until they get over the finish line. And, and, and a lot of people, the thing that I, I don't, and I'm not in this market, so I don't really know, but a lot of people have said that really you could just shove some modern processors into, I mean, you can't literally just do this, but into the old um, cheese grater thing yep. and but ship they're, that they're, they're and not everybody would love it. They're not going to do that. No, they're obviously, they're well, clearly we're in the situation where we're in. They're obviously not going to do that. They can't go back to that now anyway. Right. I mean, they're, they any more than they could go back to the trash can and figure out a way to make that what people wanted. I think that they, they I mean, part of it is philosophical, right? Like they don't, they don't backtrack unless absolutely necessary. <laughs> but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean... I'm not sure if it was a case of them thinking we don't need to make these anymore or a case of them kind of being gen- like genuinely befuddled as to why their product that they they clearly spent a lot of time on that Mac on that cylindrical Mac Pro, right? It's a nicely designed product in many ways, but it wasn't the product that the market wanted. And so you me, don't think that ever sold well even at the beginning? I think it probably sold okay, but I know people who bought them and returned them for iMacs. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah, it was it ever seem a, like a lot. Of, it seems like there was an era in there when a lot of pro people were buying high end iMacs. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sure it ever sold as. I, I, let me put it this way: I don't think it ever sold as well as they thought it was going to. I think they came out yeah. with that and thought, "This is awesome. Our customers are going to love this. We're going to sell them like you know, it's not going to sell in the volume of a MacBook or something like that." But they felt like that was going to sell into the market. I don't think it performed nearly as well as they wanted to, and they couldn't quite crack why because they felt like we designed a really nice product and yes again they designed a nice product it just wasn't the product that those customers wanted (laughs) and they couldn't just easily like roll it back and be like all right back to the tower um so i think they decided you know they kept probably just sort of kicking it around for a long time trying to figure out like well what the hell are we gonna do and it's interesting. So the interesting part of the Panzerino article is not necessarily the the Mac Pro is coming next year. It's that the approach that they're taking to designing it is involving essentially having people like creative professionals come do work at Apple so they can study them and figure out what they need, mm-hmm. which so is I'm gonna, fascinating. I'm going to pose a question yeah. that will be further evidence for our listeners that I should not be on an Apple focused tech podcast. Um, <laughs> So you think about the Mac Pro that exists today and how it is um, not that large, right? It is physically not that massive a specimen. You think about Apple having a 17-inch MacBook Pro that was enormous and heavy. I know Apple loves lightness and thinness, but how far away are they from being able to put not like a true Mac Pro level power, but to make what today they these MacBooks that they call MacBooks Pro, <laughs> MacBook Pros, how far away are they from being able to get considerably more power like the mini mac pro has today into their portable computers since as you guys referenced they sell way more of those do you get what i'm asking like it feels like it's not that far apart 
I, I mean, the stuff that's in the iMac Pro, I think you will run into significant power and heat tolerances if you try to shove that into a MacBook Pro. Like, I don't think that's feasible based on the current technology. But, I mean, the question about performance is what are you doing with it, right? Like, there are probably a lot of creative professionals who do get away with using a MacBook Pro, but the stuff that they specifically mentioned targeting is video production and... 3D animation, both of which are at like high levels going to start causing problems for your your MacBook Pros. Um probably GPU is a problem in there right. as well. Like you just right. can't get like a desktop quality GPU into a into a laptop, which is why they've been pushing the whole external GPU solution. Um but yeah, I think I think it's further you know, yeah, there's a lot I don't of think stuff. we're not we're not there yet. I, I mean, I'm not sure you're ever there because you're you're constantly pushing the envelope of how fast those processors right. can go. That's probably true. That's probably you run true. Into physics problems. because I mean, and you think about the the expansion, the cost of the RAM and things like that. I mean, just like shrinking it down to that. So even I mean, like I mean, look at this MacBook Pro I've got here, and it's just there's there's <laughs> there's very little room for making more stuff into it. Right. I mean, like, could they make another 17 inch Behemoth MacBook Pro laptop? They could. I, I'm not saying they have to yeah. go 17 inch. I'm just saying, like, if they're willing to go to that weight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah, they're, they're not going to unpack it all there. They don't. Like, like, they don't... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, at okay. that point, you run into screen issues too, right? Like, I mean, why not then buy just buy an iMac because you're going to get the huge 5K screen along with it. I don't know. I, I don't know that, that market's there either. Okay. Let me ask you this question. This is a different no, question. Okay. My MacBook Pro sucks. I hate it. I think it's frankly a lemon, but not one that I could ever return. Like, it just sucks. The fans run on it all the time, no matter what I do. And I hate it. Um, it also restarts a lot. <laughs> it's not good. Is there a question in here? Yes. <laughs> what do I get to replace it? Caller. Chromebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'll really, that'll solve all your problems. <laughs> I mean, it'll limit what you can do, and therefore it will perform much better. <laughs> I, I, man, I don't know. I haven't bought, I mean, I'm using an 11 inch MacBook Air. I am not the right person to ask. And I know other people I've seen talking even today about people holding on to five year old MacBooks because they don't like the alternatives that are out there. Uh, I'm not sure there's a good solution for, I mean, John, you seem to like the MacBook Pro you have. I like it. Well, yeah, I mean, I like it. I like it. Um, and I, and I think, and and this is as a person who is not, really a pro user particularly i mean i don't i'm not compiling anything i'm not using photoshop i'm not doing video editing or anything like that on a regular basis so the thing that i like about it is it's fast it's plenty fast enough and has enough ram and storage space and everything and it's still small enough that it was not that big of a deal going from my 11 inch air to this 13 inch mac would you say that it's both fast and furious (laughs) <laughs> i would say it's fast and i'm starting to get furious <laughs> um yeah i don't know i don't know what the right answer is the, the, the touch book the touch book touch pad touch bar what the fuck do they call it touch bar it. models touch bar you have got been that. have not been like super well received i mean i think there's a lot of people no. who are okay with a lot of the rest of the aspects of that laptop but don't really see a need for the touch bar but there have been other issues with it too i know USB-C has not taken off the way they've hoped it would yet uh and so you know that's a it's a a trip to dongle town (laughs) i read a uh, and 
good piece about the touch bar today. Um, basically just saying that it, that they should stop doing this thing where they're trying, where it, it's, it's cause it gets configurable in every single app, which is, I mean, I guess if you're like a crazy power user, maybe that's attractive to you. But I, I mean, I did certainly doesn't seem like power users are enjoying this thing. And for everybody else, it, the, the permutations are just unbelievably complicated. Who wants to have a touch bar where every single time you go into a different app, it, the bar is completely different. You, you can't, the human brain can't hold all that information. And so this guy's idea and some other people's ideas that it should be, it should be just like more like a control strip. It's system wide stuff that you get into frequently everywhere. And there's a, so there's a, there's a thing and I'll link to it in the show notes, but there's like a thing, there's a utility that allows you to, um, sort of set that up. It's well, a little I, fiddly. <laughs> I like that idea. Like, but, I, you know, it's like a more standardized set of controls right. for like system level stuff. And maybe like you could turn into physical buttons too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Maybe like yeah. a dedicated escape button. Like, right, like right. what's that about? I don't feel like you guys have told me which Mac I should get. <laughs> But the point, I mean, the point, the point of it is, is that you, I, we'll get to that, um, is that you, it, it, with the touch bar, By the end you, of the show, could, Lex. you could set your own, you can have your own um, system-wide buttons. You don't have to do you be do a lot tied to. Do you do a lot of customizing on, a, on an app by app basis? But you can remap your keys already. <laughs> Yeah, but it's yeah, much but harder to remap. This is this is the, there's a lot of different. I mean, it, it, it's some of the, this is this stuff, and you know, like it, it's cool. It's kind of cool. You can see different things. You get a different heads up information, and it's it's that's it's actually kind of neat. Um, the my problem with the thing is that it's it's a you know it's a GitHub <laughs> thing, and you have to you know a lot of them are like oh you gotta just just make your own apple script and then pop it into this button and then and then find your own icon and you have to wrap <laughs> a lot of this stuff at yourself right now and so and this is, you are, i think this is actually the right answer but <laughs> apple needs to do this instead of somebody hacking it together i just want them to bring back automator <laughs> i mean it's yeah. still there it right. just yeah. was never New good game center. Be clear uh why why don't so what do you have right now you have the touch bar or not no i have the one of the last pros from before the touch bar it is uh i i i i it is a macbook pro i think 20 either late 2015 or early 2016 okay it's 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 i think it's the worst laptop i've had from apple ever and you don't like it why it's not it's just it's it's it happens to be shitty like okay. i do a lot of slack and i do a lot of google hangouts and other Macs that I use on occasion can handle those things. And my Mac Pro, my MacBook Pro cannot. It just goes crazy loud, fans all the time. Well, and can I, can, all right, so this, this, this raises an interesting question for me. Uh, and sort of more generalizable. I mean, it's one thing to have a fan running all the time. And I understand that's annoying. But I know people who are very, very picky. Uh, people of our acquaintance who are very, very picky about having fans that like <laughs> ramp up at all uh like i know somebody who traded in and i listen i host a couple tiny podcasts i'm not used to having fans you, you don't <laughs> you do not uh but i know like somebody who traded in an imac 5k for an imac pro just so they could reduce fan noise and i was like not just so but like it was a factor uh and as somebody who does occasionally use stuff that ramps up the fans like when i'm doing editing podcasts and like exporting them i i never found it it never bothered me. Like Here's I'm not a person. Me. 
it's bothering me. And I think this is a fair reason for it to bother me. And you can tell me if you disagree. Of course, that's what we do on this podcast. Uh, you jerk. Uh, but so it typically ramps up when I'm using audio video software for telecommunications purposes, by which I mean, if I want a fucking Slack call or a hangout, I can't use the built-in mic because the fans are so loud and right by where the microphone is that what people hear is and they can't hear me. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's still, a problem. It's reasonable. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And, and anything where the fans run that much is a problem. I totally agree with you on that. Uh, part of the problem is Slack though, right? <laughs> well, hold on, let me actually, well, can I ask you a Google question? Hangouts. Can I ask you a question about Google Hangouts? Yes. What browser do you do Google Hangouts in? Typically Safari, and then if the fans are too loud, I switch it over to Chrome. Oh, okay, and in Chrome, it does it reduces it, right? Chrome, it still fans up, but, but it doesn't fan up as hardcore. Yeah, yet. I've noticed that too. Um, Chrome is still much better for Hangouts. Uh, Google has done whatever mojo they've done there to optimize it. But yeah, I, I mean, well, it sounds like you need you need a desktop. Clearly, no. <laughs> the answer is two computers. You need you need a no. shoulder strap and an iMac pro i so don't want two computers i just like i i think i'm dumb that i take a laptop back and forth i'm using two computers right now I know. <laughs> one of them is from 2009 if, if safari in like high sierra two, higher sierra two high two sierra if that one um uh sinks my browser fully not like I can open up the tabs from another browser, but like it's literally changing the same way that I, in theory, iMessage, my iMessages are exactly the same. Oh, you, want, you want Safari in the cloud, basically. I want Safari in the cloud. If it had Safari in the cloud because I do so much work in the browser, then I could do it. But like my, some people use their inbox as their to-do list and I use my browser tabs as my to-do list for work. And Explains switching so between devices sucks. Oh, Thank God. you. Um, I don't want your job. <laughs> That makes two of us, John. <laughs> I want your salary. I want your salary, but I don't want your job. Um, Lex, I think the answer will be right after this ad. Hold on. <laughs> this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by the following things. Uh, a book about Minecraft. A book about <laughs> sex in blankets. The Caledonian Gambit. Uh, not playing with Lex and Dan. The Speedy Arrowcast with Dan and John and some other guy. Mm-hmm. Turn his car around. Some other guy. Uh, clockwise, mm. mm-hmm. the Wolf Den. Forty percent of the episodes of uh, the talk show, the Wolverine podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, incon- <laughs> inconceivable. Cavern. Inconceivable. A game of nerdery and nonsense, trials and tribulations. Big Belly Burger. <laughs> <laughs> this American Life. <laughs> You're just naming stuff we like now. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> Hamilton the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks, the actor. <laughs> seems nice. It seems nice. Cheese. Oh, I do like cheese. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's good ad. Uh, go to we, uh, retur- return go to some website. To put in some sort of rebound. Yeah, already in, in progress. Put, put in some sort of code. Listen, enter in the offer code talk show. It's likelier to work. You're a loose cop <laughs> on the edge, Morin. <laughs> But I get results. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm throwing the book at you. Take my badge and my gun. I'm only two weeks <laughs> That's from what retirement. I was gonna do. <laughs> because that's traditional. Uh, you've tuned into our improv episode. Already in progress. <laughs> All right, Lex. Here's what I got for you. Yep. There is no Mac you can buy on the market today that I think will do what you want it to do. Or, I mean, let me take this back. 
Well, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Well, let's have let's have John boot up his his MacBook Pro on some Google Hangouts and Slacks and see how it goes. Basically, <laughs> I think that's. I that's know, you think one. I got Chrome on this thing? It's just you know. No, no. Put it up it. in Safari and then see see how it goes. But you think I I have Google Hangouts on this? That's <laughs> <laughs> a web. Never mind. Either that or I think you got to wait. I think you got to tough it out for another. Couple yeah, months I think I think you, I think you June. have to wait. Because I, I think right I think, now, I, yeah, right now you're screwed. Yeah, I agree. I think you are screwed. Because because it's a 15 inch, right? Yes. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, I would su- possibly suggest a 13 inch with the buttons, but you can't get a 15 inch with the buttons. Yeah. But you don't mind your touch bar, right? And the touch bar I that's got all the USB. I don't really because because well, I never. I'm not a touch typist for the for that for the function key level. Same. Yep. So it doesn't. It frankly does not bother me. I think it's. I think it's underutilized. Um, and you know, I've already discussed some of the way I think that they should better use utilize it, yes. but it's fine. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. But that, I mean, I mean, frankly, but I like... hate the trackpad more. Interesting, because it's so big. I have a tendency to trigger it with the heel of my hand. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Which I find annoying. Really annoying. Yeah, I, I somehow I don't see them dialing like, that back. Like they everybody else complains about the keyboard, I don't I don't have a problem with the keyboard. It's not great. I don't love it. I mean, I, I think I, I think it's a step back from the, the one I had in my air, but it's but I can work with it fine. It's real, the trackpad that I don't like. Real talk here, guys. Oh yeah. When I bought in. the iMac last year, it, it came with the the Magic Keyboard, right? The the second version of the wireless keyboard. Yeah. Um I don't love this keyboard, and it has nothing to do with the like physical like key travel or whatever. It's that for the changes they made in like key spacing and the key shapes, I have I I when I go to put my hands down on it, I often end up hitting the wrong keys because I felt like the old keyboard it was much easier to orient by touch where my fingers go, and they just changed some of the sizes and shapes again. And it's been like six or seven months now and i just still find myself sometimes i go to hit a button i'm like oh why is that not doing this thing oh i'm, I'm hitting the backslash button instead of the delete button so <laughs> i just want one of those yeah dan's like why are all these backslashes appearing? i can't come up with what's wrong with my delete <laughs> well, but it's usually key. like no in a place... obvious answer to this problem <laughs> it's usually <laughs> in something where it's like hot key so i'm in logic and i go to hit like oh delete that section of track and it's just like Bleep. i don't and let like... my kids go to websites with hot keys uh <laughs> i just want a new apple laptop that's got one of those return keys that's like shaped like a like an l Backwards L. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Pretty those sweet. I think, can you right. get those in Europe? You can get some of the keyboard, the wireless oh, right, keyboards yeah. in Europe have that shape. Hank's laptop has a keypad on it. <laughs> <laughs> if you can believe that. Because it's the size so of the So it has one of those wacky offset, it has one of those offset trackpads. Oh, okay. Because because it has to take in, into account the keypad area. That's um, super weird. But it's, you know, like for... Gamer John, do you ever call? Do you ever call Hank Hank the Tank? Nope. I invented that just in case. I mean, uh, also, I, I think I, I wouldn't say that we've never called him that, but we don't on a regular basis. Do you know what? Do you know what the German word for tank is? <laughs> it's Hank. <laughs> I, I, I do know say, what it is. Actually, actually, one. that's not the German word for tank. Oh, it's is the it German tighter? word for a particular kind of tank, right? Yeah, does it mean Isn't it? Like a water tank? <laughs> does it actually mean like tiger or something like that? I'm going to Google Translate because we got that. Know. Sounds like that sounds right. Yeah, I think that might be that might be right. Yeah, it's not. I English. also want to tell our listeners I was the first person ever to call John Moltz. Like that was, I was the guy who invented Moltz. <laughs> Wrong. Eh, claims <laughs> Google Google Translate 
translates it as tank. Really? Yeah. It means, uh, well, it, maybe, oh, I, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Because it I'm just wrong. means... I only had a year of German. It just means armor. And uh, and I remember our, te- our, our teacher uh, teaching us about Luftwaffe, but um, uh, we did not get into tanks. Those are types of waffles. Um, My German teacher. They're flying waffles. John, it just means it means generically armor, which sometimes tanks are also just called okay. armor. Okay, I, I, armor, I yeah, that's true. Okay, but different word. <laughs> in English... When I do my own podcast. No, no. <laughs> no clearly in German as well. Well, but it also means tank. It means both. It's okay, like a tank so meaning both I mean, water, ta- tank, you can, and You could uh, argue that armor God. means tank in, in I English, I tuned into too. this podcast for the German debates, just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> you know what I say to that? I'm going to ta- need, tanks, I'm gonna need, no I'm gonna need more. I'm going to need more on this. We're going to need more. We're going to go deep on this. <laughs> Uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a guy there's a guy in the uh in the rebound slack i think who is in who is in uh germany we should uh check with him all right sprechen sie deutsch <laughs> lex did you did you have something to add that was constructed nope. rather than john you I guys arguing? are fine okay <laughs> we're, we're nailing it we're <laughs> hitting it out of the park when you're doing german i could have taken a chancellor but i didn't <laughs> oh Ah, Peterson, my friend. I, are we doing picks? Is it time for picks? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I have a pick. Oh, man. I have a pick. Okay. I, I want to go first. Molt always goes first. Go first, Lex. I, I really like those crazy kids at um, Ketchup Games. And most of their <laughs> older games aren't optimized for even my phone, the, the iPhone 10. But my kids were playing a game that I had apparently, when I fell in love with some other catch app games, I downloaded a bunch of them because they're all like free to play and then ad support and you can use IP to unlock them. So I just downloaded a bunch and my kids were playing them on their iPads and my daughter's like, Twist is so good. And I'm like, what the hell is Twist? And Twist is, I don't think it's a game that either of you would enjoy. I don't feel like you guys are like um, repetitive, <laughs> for you. endless game style yeah. things. Um, but man, if you like balls, <laughs> the game... <laughs> twist is it's really good it's the same developers it's maddeningly addictive my daughter currently has a higher high score than i do so she's dead to me and um i don't know it's really we're in we're in i don't i'm a fan i'm a fan i'm recommending twist and it's free to try and uh you can buy the ip if you want to go to the ad cool for like three bucks all right that's my pick give a pick john it's funny that we've 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 t- like turned picks from you know it was a joke really but and now we're actually doing picks. <laughs> anyway, are we- um, Metal Marines is uh, is my pick, and it's made by the same people who uh, made Kingdom Rush, which mm. I played the hell out of. Uh, one of my favorite iOS games of all time, and I mean I played all three versions th- through and through <laughs> several times, and lamented the fact that i had to sit for like i don't know a couple of years i think and wait for for this version this the release but um but it's it's not exactly the same uh but it's uh has some of the it'll be it'll be it'll be very familiar if you played kingdom rush and um it's just as much fun i think so uh hank and i have been playing the heck out of it and we both love it and we love you dan Warren, before you give your pick <laughs> Good. I'm gonna throw out I need some a time. side a side pick also. I can't think of I can't find what he calls it. Uh Matt Howie has a new <laughs> podcast. And Matt Howie on his podcast interviewed he, he wants to talk to 
uh, it's it's kind of unprofessional ask if you remember that show, which don't. But um, he he talks to he's planning to talk to like famous internet people about their hobbies, not about what they're famous for, but about other stuff. And the first episode is Jason Kotke, who is like a top ranked uh, uh, Altos Odyssey player in the world. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like in Game Center, he's like top thirty. And I would just like to say that I beat Kotke at um, pool one time. As I'm <laughs> listening to as I'm listening to uh, Matt's interview, I'm thinking to myself. Good Lord, um, Jason Kotke is playing a different game from me. <laughs> and then Jason Kotke is like, you know, Matt, really what it comes down to is I'm playing a different game from you when I play outside. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's what I just said you're doing. And like, there's a, there's a video that was linked from the, the show notes where you could like watch Kotke playing. And it's just his, his multipliers 30 seconds in are higher than any score I have ever gotten. Like his just one, one trick <laughs> succession lands with him getting more points than I've ever gotten in an entire game of Alto's Odyssey. So that's all I'm recommending huh. that too. It's insane. So I'm guessing he's uh he's, you know, to, to close this circle, he's better than whiskers. <laughs> that's I once had a Twitter list with that name and it was, it was everybody else on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, poor Dave. (laughs) Dave is very good at Alto's Alto's Adventure, though. I don't know about Alto's Odyssey, but he's very good at Alto's Adventure. Isn't he? Oh, yeah. Isn't that the one I'm thinking of? Sure. I don't know. All right, fine. Be like that. I believe you. It's one of those games, one of those games that we all play, that, you know, several of us play. And I'm pretty sure it's that one. But anyway. Now, Morin, are you still here? I, 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 I left. Dan has gone to sleep. I'm gone. It's bedtime. Uh, Hobby Horse. That's the name of Matt Howie's podcast. Hobby Horse. I finally found it. I don't have a really good iOS based pick. Um, the, the, and I don't know why we always seem to gravitate towards games, but the game that I've been playing the most recently we is, unsurprisingly, I guess, the, the Breath of the Wild on the Switch. Oh, uh, God. That yes. game is incredibly immersive and addictive i mean my did girl- you just did you how where where wait wait stop the <laughs> podcast where are you <laughs> uh i'm is, pretty is breath of the wild a zelda game it is, is that a zelda, zelda? yeah yes. god see this is like it's zelda just so you know so it's in the same place in my like world experience as star wars until i yeah. met dan Moore. well and and okay. it had been for me too though i mean well i mean not not exactly the same because i knew star wars very well but uh, i didn't know zelda at all until i played this game i only played the original yeah. like way back on the nintendo and i used to be terrible at it i remember my cousin coming to visit who was a couple years older than me and like by the end of the weekend he had like if not beaten gotten very very close to beating the game and i was like how how did you do that and i like i never was that good at it um but both m- myself and my girlfriend have been playing this kind of incessantly and we go back and forth as to who is further than the other one <laughs> um and she is i think now way further than me in most respects except for I I have all four uh, divine beasts and the okay. master sword, so okay, that's where I'm yeah. at. But I'm doing a lot of little side quest stuff. Look at this guy, <laughs> you know, you you must, you have all four of the divine beasts and the Pretty master good. sword. No, that's good. Legs. You're you're yeah yeah. No, you're you're well you're well on the way, but yeah, but there's so much. But that's to the play. thing is like, do I I I gotta resist the like I've played other games before yeah. where I've I've had to get like the hundred percent completion thing, and I can't do that here because it will take me no forever <laughs> it, it will take you it will take you forever it's maddening yeah 
So and are you so are you a like a are you the type of person who will not look online for hints or I've mainly avoided it. I've checked a couple things when I just got like super frustrated with something. I just yeah, but only I a think couple. I did I did that initially and I gave up eventually because I just but and then and and I'll go back and forth. Like sometimes I'll I'll be like oh no I want to do this because I just want to have the adventure of it. But right. Yeah. It's such a good game. It is very, very good. It is, it is a beautiful it's so game, good. and it's, it's, yeah, it is the most gorgeous game I think I've ever played. I will say that I think the thing that drives me a little bit not like, and this is an RPG thing for me in general, and the thing that I've never really liked is in, is the inventory management. Um, that yeah. does drive me a little bit nuts. Especially, I love the idea of the cooking system. Yeah, but it's just like after a while, it's just like it's weird. Yeah, no, having to do it I'm over done. and over again. <laughs> yeah, uh, please let me just buy meals, <laughs> and I will do that. Yeah, that's true. You can't. You really can't buy yeah. meals. Yes, you can you buy, can buy almost everything else, but you can't buy meals. Uh, yeah, so that that makes me roll my eyes a little bit. But it is by and large <laughs> there are uh, no restaurants. Yeah. Weirdly <laughs> enough, places to sleep makes their own food. Places to buy. Exploding arrows, but no restaurants. No restaurants. No restaurants. Yeah. I feel like Lex tra- kept trying to get a word in edgewise, and we were just like, nope, we're talking about That's happened to me a lot today. It's fine. Doesn't I, just, I want to know if, um, do you need to have a good sense of direction to play the game? Like, is it, is it, is it a navigation game? Like, do you, are you walking yeah. through an immersive world? Yes. Yeah, I'm but you do have a, you do have a map. Yeah, I'm, I'm still terrible at those. Like, it's, oh, it is painful yeah. for people to watch me play those games because I just get super lost and have Oh, no man, I've got a great idea for a podcast, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, no, we've already got no, the name for it. That way. That way. <laughs> it's still not playing. <laughs> it's just Lex. It's a Twitch stream Lex of Lex playing. playing video games really badly. Oh, my God. I'm uh, good at many video games. I'm not good at that. Kind I, of I will say, I I think I mentioned on a couple episodes ago that I was playing Sea of Thieves, uh, which came out recently, which is another game I think you would be really bad at, Lex, because it involves being on a boat with a compass. <laughs> mm. Yeah, those games are not my North Star. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, we'll take a poll. You think that joke was bad? This this conversation is sinking. Uh, you should wait till you hear the West. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this this podcast has gone south quickly. North. That's that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> hey and we all just celebrated the holiday of easter so now we've heard that's all. fine oh that's Done. enough i liked it when we were telling all the things that the show is sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> i forgot to mention peanut butter peanut butter <laughs> it's good 